Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. It is such a privilege and honor to be with you today as the Christmas season is drawing near. I want us to get hold of the God's amazing grace and how wonderful that grace is and how wonderful God's mercy and love and compassion. I'm telling you, God doesn't see things like you and I see because the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 that if you and I are in, have died, we are dead in Christ. Our lives are hidden in Christ with God. If you be dead, your life is hidden in Christ with God. So we understand with God in Christ. So we understand that our lives are hidden. Why? Because now we're in Christ. Now I want you to see this because this is a, a powerful, powerful revelation. Now, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. So the Holy Spirit is the one that imparts grace to us. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for those that love Him. But God has revealed them to us, how? Through His Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches, big S, searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So we see here that the love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts. How? By the Holy Spirit. So we're not living by the law anymore. The Holy Spirit's number one job is to show you grace. Now we got to get a hold of that. That's a revelation if we can get a hold of it. If anybody here goes to hell for sin, then everybody is going to hell for sin. And so you say, what do you mean by that, Pastor? I'm saying God made us righteous. And because He made us righteous, we cannot become unrighteous by performance or by our acts or by our efforts. You say, well, wait a minute, Pastor. You just, you, you. No, what I'm doing is I'm shaking the theology of, 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 of law. I'm, I'm shaking the theology because the church wants to preach grace to get you born again, but they don't want you to walk in grace in a day-to-day life, and they don't want to show other people grace. But Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 in the Amplified Classic says, Let your character and moral disposition be free from the love of money, including greed, lust, and craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he... God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you or give you up nor leave you without support. I will not. I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you nor let you down. Relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. In other words, Jesus said, I never can leave you. You've always heard this preached from the pulpits and it's been all over the world. And here's what he said. The immediately that you sin, if you don't get it right, then you're separated from God. But the Bible is very plain to say there's nothing that can separate us from the love of Christ. So here he's telling me, I'll never leave you. I can never leave you helpless or forsake you or let, let you down. I can never relax my hold into you. What you do with the scripture, he says, once you're in my hand, you can never be plucked out of my hand. So I want to deal with an issue today that I think is a very big issue that's preached all over the world, and it has to do with, you know, or when most we sin, have we fallen away from God? Have we fallen? And, and no, you've fallen into grace because you got to get away from the mindset because the Bible said there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. So he will not anyway anyway, fail you, nor give you up, or leave you without support. I will not. 
I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you. So there's nothing you can do to make God love you any more, and there's nothing you can do to make God love you any less because He loves you unconditionally. So the reality of all that is, is we got to understand when the disciples asked Jesus in John chapter 20, chapter 6, verse 28 and 29, and they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. He didn't say go out and evangelize. He didn't say go out and change the world. Nothing wrong with any of those things, but that's not what he said do. What he said do is believing in me is the work of God. In other words, believing in the Son, Jesus, is the work of God. You know, John 14 and 6 says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to the Father except through me. So we understand that it's because of Him that you and I have life. And it's not because of our performance. Now, I want to to bring up another statement. And you say, well, Pastor, if I'll confess my sins. The word confess is a Greek word, two words, homo, which means the same, and logos, which means the word. In other words, what He wants you to say, He wants you to stand there every day and confess every one of your sins over and over and over. He forgave you the moment you asked for your past, your present, and your future all of your sins and you're absolutely forgiven completely for the sins of unrighteousness and you've been set into a place of total peace total serenity and total love and compassion so we got to understand that Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and there's no one no one comes to the Father except through me. You remember what he told him? He said, I want you to understand that it's not by your works because grace is the truth. It's not by your works, but it's by my marvelous grace. That's the beauty of grace. That's the love and compassion. As we understand the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit reveals to us what we are and who we are in Christ because he said he's given us everything through Christ Jesus that pertains to life and godliness. Now we live and we move and we have our being in Him. That's the beauty of grace.